0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Awaken Together podcast. I am Jen and today we have a very special guest with us. Heather Lee is the author of Canine Spirit Guides and describes herself as a galactic canine channeler. I am so excited to welcome and just hear all about the journey of this sort of channeling and connection. So welcome to our podcast,
1: Heather. Thank you very much, Jennifer. Thank you for having me and I'm really excited to have a nice little chat with you today and your audience.
0: Yes, it's so neat. Um, yeah, you popped up in the most random way to be able to find you, and I'm so grateful. I was interested, like right away, when I saw the book you had wrote. I was like, I want to know so much more about that. And then I just <laughs> found out too. Heather has been a PT for a long time. For those of you who have listened to the podcast for a while, all my experience with being in physical therapy, all the mind and body connection. So wild synchronicity there too.
1: Yeah, isn't that a, a small world?
0: That's <laughs> a small world. So why don't you tell our audience first before we get into all the canine stuff? Um, yeah, how you kind of went from doing what you were doing to entering into kind of a more, yeah, spiritual path like the story?
1: Yeah, it's, it's a wild ride, actually. I mean, I always knew that I had a spiritual side to me, but I was really intimidated of it. And I didn't want to be different than everybody else. I've always been um, a little bit aloof and it's been hard for me to, to fit in with my peer group. And so I didn't want to stick out even more, (laughs) but um, so I found the career of physical therapy to be really a safe career path because I've always been intrigued with the body and how it works and how to fix it and and maintain it. And so I really was attracted to that um, career path and I loved the knowledge, but I really didn't fit in that either. I mean, I really didn't fall into the 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 paradigm of reactive medicine. That that wasn't why I got into it and that wasn't what I wanted to do. So I was still very uncomfortable with trying to fit in and I couldn't understand it all. So I went through 30 years of being a physical therapist. I shifted around a bit. I was a professional dog trainer for a while. And I even did, um, I was a professional massage therapist and I got my training in functional medicine. You know, I just never was quite comfortable. So I kept Mm. searching for something and I've always been on a spiritual path, trying to, uh, heal myself from, from decades of trauma and childhood trauma and just trying to sort it all out and figure it out and understand why I was here. I just kind of felt like there was a reason I was here and I couldn't find what that was. So <laughs> in uh, the lockdown we had in 2020, a big uh, sign came through. It was, It's what they describe as a call to arms. And it was a very alarming sign or signal that I was shown. And I won't give it away because it's in the book. And I don't want to take away the impact that it's meant to have when you read about it. But it is like nothing that you will ever experience in your life. And so I knew when I saw it that it was something huge. And I could feel the energy just wash over me as I laid eyes on it. And from that moment for the next couple of days, I felt different. Something had changed inside of me and I didn't know what, I just knew it was big. So I started to find and search for a team, a support group that could help me because I knew something huge was coming. And I found um, an astrologer and a numerologist and a hypnotherapist and my primary uh, mentor, was a, let's see, what do they call him? He's a shaman. He's a mystic shaman and a clairvoyant. So he was my primary mentor through this whole process. Had I not had those guys, I would have thought I was going crazy Yeah, (laughs) because my whole world changed fast. So I started working with my mentor and he told me, well, you are supposed to write a book And by the time I started working with him, it was 2022. He said, you're supposed to write a book and it's going to be finished by the end of the year. And I said, well, what's it about? He says, "Uh, you're supposed to ask that yourself. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, well, okay, what in the world am I going to write about? Because my whole life has so many incredible stories in it. it. It would be hard to pick one. So I started a number of manuscripts. And then one night, uh, I had a dream, and and it was one of those dreams that's not really a dream. I don't know if you or your audience knows the difference between astro travel and dream state, but absolutely, we have had that talk. (laughs) Okay, good. So I was actually um, in a conference with my own personal spirit guides, and we were talking about the book, and the title of the book was being tossed around, and it was a combination of the same three words. So. While I was still asleep, I wrote down in my journal that I keep next to my bed, these three words. And when I woke up the next day, I realized it was canine spirit guides. So that was the title of my book. And then I knew what I was writing about. So that sort of began my awakening because I wasn't even, I hadn't even begun before I even started writing the book. So through the process of writing this book, what I didn't understand initially is that the canine spirit guides were actually working with me and healing me while I was writing the book and the more they healed the more I my clairvoyant skills and my magic came out. Mm-hmm. So the more I was able to connect with them and understand and literally channel chapters of the book at a time and met them and understood who they were what their names were what their their job titles were, why they wanted to connect with humanity and and what all of the dogs in my life had represented, how they had tried to work with me throughout my life with the 30 dogs that I had. So Mm -hmm. it was a lot of information coming through, but that's, that's sort of how the awakening all happened in a nutshell. Amazing. Thank you so much
0: for sharing all the little pieces. And I'm sure having like that awakening moment we I mean we're the awakened together podcast because it's wild once you kind of go through that shift like reflecting back on your life like so much more makes sense you can see how calling was woven in and you know it Mm -hmm. takes that pivotal moment to like all of a sudden it's like rapid fire like the puzzle pieces all start to like kind of catalyze yeah. and yeah. makes sense. And I love that. Yeah, you were able to kind of call in your people and it kind of went in the steps it was supposed to. Also, I don't think the amount of times on this podcast we have said like 2020 was like such a like portal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, wild how many people shifted in that year and just like, yeah, it kind of just was such a big, it. Causes all the pause and just realize some of the absurdity of what we were going through the motions of, I think in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And, oh my gosh, did that start to like shift perspective. And I think so many people, if they hadn't like, you know, I think a lot of us were dabbling into the healing journey, but that became such a moment, I think for so much, like really leaning into spirituality to get like louder for so many. So I love yeah. that that was, yeah, such a guide for you in a big way. And um, I would love to hear, um, and we have talked about like psychic abilities and stuff and clairvoyance, like, and it's so, so true that the more you start opening that channel, the stronger it starts to get. And you kind of learn how to have a communication system with mm-hmm. whatever it is you're meant to channel. I would love to hear like. I know your book has lots of the details of the journey with uh, your different dogs and stuff, which is so neat. I'm so excited to get to read through the whole thing. Um, but yeah, how how did those messages first start um, surfacing for you? And I also would love for you to tell the audience kind of the difference between what would maybe be like pet psychic versus canine uh, channeler, like what kind of the difference feels like to you?
1: Yeah. Um, so I get initially, I was getting messages when I was in meditation. So I had to learn how to meditate. I wasn't practicing any sort of spiritual routine at all before 2022. So I had to learn to meditate. And through meditation, uh, I was being cha- literally changed. I mean, and I describe a number of those meditations in my book. How my how literally these guides were reprogramming me and mm-hmm. also healing me throughout this meditation process. And there's so much healing technology available to us, um, energetically that we're not even completely aware of which a whole is why, other world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can, we can download, um, programs and information and we can have, we can receive spiritual upgrades to our DNA. I mean, there's just so much we have access to that we've never known before. And now it's really coming through strongly. But, um, initially it was me trying to free write while I was in meditation and that never worked very well because it just Mm -hmm. ended up being gibberish (laughs) scribble, scribble on the paper. And it always only make me frustrated, but what I found was that the more I scribbled and let that frustration come through the scribble, the more I started to afterwards, I got sort of the frustration out of the way. Then I could like write a, a, a coherent paragraph after that. Mm. So I wasn't necessarily free writing. It's just that I used the writing to open up the channel and then they would just channel through passages for me to write. And eventually I just started recording it because I couldn't write it down fast enough. So I just I love
0: that. Yeah. set
1: up a recorder and just spoke it because it was so much easier than trying to write it. Um, but, and then now, of course, they just speak to me whenever I'm in the shower or on my bicycle or washing dishes. And I just have to stop what I'm doing and record what they're telling me. And um, so it's, you know, the process has changed throughout my development and um, throughout the, my the amount of time I've spent doing it, but in the more yeah. experienced I get, the easier it is. Um, but one thing that I didn't understand in the beginning was what was happening. I'm like, so I didn't really feel like I was psychic. I mean, I've always been really intuitive, but I can't predict the weather. I can't, you know, predict an event that's going to happen in my life. Um, I get these, these intuitive, intuitive, uh, nudges and urges like most people do, but I don't see the future and I don't see dead people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I, what am I doing here? What do I call myself? I am like, I have no idea what to call myself because people are asking. So what are you, what do you do? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. so about six months after the book came out, I kept asking them, what is my title? Cause they all gave me the canine spirit guides all gave me their title. Right. So I'm like, well, what's mine. So finally, about six months of asking, they finally gave me the title Galactic Canine Channel. And this is different than being, a, say, for instance, a canine, an animal communicator or yeah. an animal psychic, because what I do is not, I don't connect with the individual spirit or soul of the dog, the physical dog. I'm connecting with a collective group of entities that are communicating through your dog with you and offering you direction and healing and spiritual guidance. And this is a benevolent group that's been with us since the beginning of time, but they never really wanted to be known before. So they haven't felt the need to come out and be seen or to be heard. So Now that we're in this huge upheaval of ascension, and it's very Mm -hmm. important that humanity heal because before we can ascend, we have to heal the lower vibrational energies that we're still holding on to. So that's what they offer is this huge healing capacity. They, they, um, they bring to us and, um, what do they call it? Um, an advanced technology for instant healing that we've not known we had access to before which is what they um, demonstrated through their healing of me and when uh, I wrote the book I thought it was just a a cool book about how our dogs are in our lives for a reason and all the synchronicities right that we don't actually see but um, what I came to found out find out several months after it was published was that wasn't the point of the book at all. The point of the book was to demonstrate the healing that I went through, through my process and at, at with their assistance, and that uh, that healing is accessible to all of humanity. So that's truly, that's actually what the book is about.
0: I love that. So yeah, it kind of takes you on this, a very similar journey just because you were channeling as you were writing. So I love that.
1: Yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah. Do you want to share like um, just an example of, yeah, in retrospect, like one of, yeah, just one of the dogs that stands out, like kind of like what our audience should know about some of the pets and like a little example of what our pets can be called to guide us through.
1: Oh yeah. There's so many. Wow. Um, Uh (laughs) Let's see. So each guide has a different job description and a different focus. There, there are over 50 of them. This first book is about the, the first four that came forward and they call themselves the core four. And, um, and they, they dig deeply into our, our core and which is why they're called the core four, but they want us to understand the core meaning, the core emotion, or the core experiences that we need to release. And they are involved in very serious, deep work that's designed to unravel and get to that, those core programs, beliefs and tags that we need to eliminate in our energetic field so that we can embody more of our own pure soul and divine energy. Um, so, Let's see. With that being said, let me chat a little bit about one of the first guides in the book, Oscar. He came through one of my, well, two of my dogs, Nick and uh, Zozo. And when I was first learning to channel, I, I was just instructed how to do it by my mentor. And so I sat down and tried to do it. And I did see for the first time ever, I was able to see a dog sitting in front of me and it was my big hundred pound dog, Zozo. And I saw him sitting in front of me in his dog form. He was a Belgian Malinois and I saw his lips moving, but I couldn't hear what he was saying. And I said, please turn it up. You know, and this, this is me in a meditative state, my eyes closed. And he just kept mouthing these words that I couldn't hear and he wouldn't turn it up. And I got so frustrated. I stopped meditating. I texted my mentor and I said, I'm, it's not working. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, like the three-year-old stomping their foot It's not working. I can't do it. You know? And he said, what's the emotion that's coming through right now? And the minute he said that this, this rush of energy just ran through my entire body. And all of a sudden, these memories of my childhood came through of when I couldn't speak because my father was was emotionally abusive and I was not allowed to speak. I wasn't allowed to have an opinion and I wasn't allowed to defend myself. And at that moment, at that point in my life, I had a different dog. He was a German shepherd and... So all of a sudden, as this energy came rushing through me, I went back to meditation. I said, okay, let's do this. Show me everything I need to see. Tell me everything I need to hear. Whatever needs to happen for this to come through, let's do it. So in a meditative state, my body went through a massive physical purge. The only way Mm. I can describe it is it's kind of like a conscious seizure. Like my whole body began to shake and stiffen and tremble. And I was sweating and I had tears running down my face, even though I wasn't crying. And Mm -hmm. I, my body stiffened so that my face pointed upward. And all of a sudden my mouth just opened as wide as it could. And this sound, this, this barbaric sound came out of my mouth and I didn't Mm -hmm. even recognize it. I thought someone was behind me screaming, Yeah, (laughs) even my voice. But this is how they cleansed me. And this is how they um, removed all of this stagnant, deeply buried energy that, that was trapped that needed to be released, freed, released, and removed. And once that was done, I could then go down, go to my paper and I just started writing. This is the first time I just wrote freely what they were telling me to write. And it ended up being the first message from the canine guides. And it was all about the dog that had been present in my life, this German shepherd during my childhood and how he had stood by me while I was feeling so oppressed and so angry about my father and how I was being treated, how he had held my energy and my courage and my voice and kept it for me until I was ready to take it back. So this is Uh, the job of this guide, this canine spirit guide. This is what he does for you when he's in your life. And, um, and they, this was also the first time that they, um, showed me that number one, I learned that dogs reincarnate because both of those dogs were the same dog, the, the, uh, the, yeah, the Malinois that was in my life when I was in my thirties. And then that German shepherd that was in my life when I was 11, 12. So that was the same dog. And, um, and obviously I had the need for that guide at both those times in my life, which I demonstrate in the book. Um, so that was really magical to me because I, f- I felt the, the power of the healing that they had to offer for the very first time. Plus I was connected with my voice. <laughs> yeah. My first time in my life, I was able to speak really after that. And after this process, I was so, it was like, I was completely emptied out and, and I was in such a state of peace that I no longer had to um, monitor what was happening in my mind. I didn't have to uh, censor my thoughts.
0: That was all so potent and so powerful. I got chills so many times, like, while you were talking about- all of it yeah and it's um it's so beautiful that yeah the link between so much with the animals that like resonate so strong for me and also like those experiences of having like an energy come through and just having that huge release is yeah. also so wild I've had so many um moments come through when like yeah, I started working with new guides or had something come up or like was able to actually go back. And when you experience your first like emotional release and purge, it's like a very wild experience. And it so shows why we need to carve out time to, yeah, be in a state of reflectiveness or release or like, you know, some sort of just pause time because what can come through and what's going on beside, beyond what we can perceive and see right in front of us is so many layers deeper and yeah that's oh my gosh yeah your story so so connects with that um and thanks for sharing about the dog I also love that yeah you had a dog just reincarnate and come through like a same soul spirit
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so beautiful Yeah. And I had always questioned that, you know, as most people do, do dogs go to heaven? Do dogs have spirits? You know, and all of those questions were answered for me without a doubt. So, um, that, that was an amazing discovery for me because I always just wondered and I wasn't sure, but now I'm totally sure.
0: Yeah. I love that so much. And it's, um, It's so funny. I'm so excited to read the book. And I will definitely share with you like all the experiences that come through reading it fully through. But um, I know as a little kid, I wasn't allowed to have a dog. And my favorite book growing up was this very technical science book of all of the dog breeds and I carried it everywhere <laughs> but I wasn't allowed to have it to talk so this oh. is like so so it I knew dogs were going to be a potent thing for me it just was not allowed so I just like carried this book around as like my pet dog oh. um and I loved it and it's so cute my current dog Wilson when we went to go adopt him um we were just really wanting to yeah find a foster dog to take in and then keep and his name was Wilson and our last name's Wilson so he's Wilson Wilson, and it works so (laughs) cute we're like oh we're definitely taking you
1: and it's adorable yeah
0: it's so cute and I also learned in the pandemic like when I yeah we were just all being called to be in so much more I decided one day I was like I'm gonna paint a picture of Wilson and I discovered I have this Incredible talent for painting dogs, and I can't. I have tried to paint other things since then. I even tried to paint a cat, and I can't do it. It's just <laughs> the dogs. It's just the dogs. They're the only ones that will come through for my painting yeah. abilities.
1: And um, that's your and specialty. Just, it
0: is. It yeah. is, and it feels channeled. The love feels channeled, and then it just pours out into the painting. And I just painted a picture of cat's dog Minnie and i i love cat's dog when i get to go visit her and i like have such a bond so it was so fun to paint and it feels like such a beautiful channel i literally can feel the weight of how much animals are like absorbing and helping you can see it in so much of their behavior so i just love that you've been able to get this higher knowledge from even a deeper source of yeah the potency of that and how it even is deeper than what we're seeing and perceiving.
1: Oh yeah. It goes so much deeper than we can even understand. It's, yeah. it's not from this dimension. So right. it's so much to take in and so much to understand. And actually, honestly, we're not truly meant to understand it fully. We're just meant to yeah. trust it.
0: Right. I love that. Um. Yeah. Do you have any, I mean, I think everyone should definitely read your book and go on the journey. Do you have any recommendations for our listeners for just like how to kind of utilize this presence or like, yeah, to kind of sit with it and some of the experiences, like what has worked best?
1: Yeah, so um, the book, of course, carries their frequency and their energy of these core four canine guides. So as you read this book, It will activate you for anybody who um feels like they have a purge moment when they read the book. Mm -hmm. That's because that's intentional. So some people, when they read the book, will get really angry about the stories because some of these stories are not comfortable to read, they were not comfortable to write. And if you react to it with your own discomfort or angry or sadness, then that is the canine guides activating you. And stirring up that emotion in you that needs to be released. And so sit with that for a bit and ask questions about it. You know, go into meditation if you meditate or just sit quietly or sit with your own dog and say, what is it about this that's stirring this emotion for me? What do I need to know about this? Because that has been happening with my readers And it's very interesting, the perspectives that come back on this book and the perspective reflects your own healing that needs to be understood and, and uh, released. So keep that in mind when you read the book, and then also realize that as you go through the book, the frequency will change. So the frequency starts out at a certain level with the first two guides, and then there's a huge jump between the second and the third guide. So some people never make it past the second guide because they're not ready to hold that frequency. So it'll sit on the shelf or they just can't stay interested in it or they keep falling asleep when they read it. So stay with it because if you can, get through each section of the book, that means that you're able to hold more and more frequency, more and more um, healing. So bravo for you, but it's going to, it's going to activate you. It's going to get you stirred up. So use it as a tool for that and understand that's what's happening.
0: Amazing.
1: That makes so much sense. And yeah, how can we support
0: you, find you, find the book?
1: Um yeah, so the book is available everywhere. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble's. So you can get it in every form. I recorded my own audiobook, so you can get it on, on Audible. Um, you can also get it on ebook. And if you go to my website, you'll find the all the links to buy it there. My website's Heatherleestrom.com. It's L-E-I-G-H S-T-R-O-M dot com. And the dog, the book also has its own web page, which is caninespiritguides.com, and that's the letter K and the number nine. And on that web page, you can actually um, read more in depth about each guide, what their mission is, and the dogs in my life that were that were um, connecting with those guides for me. Um, and then, you know, I do private services through my practice energetically private sessions where I can work with you and the spirit guides just as I received for myself in a one-on-one session specifically tailored to your needs, because each of these sessions is channeled through your energy and the canine spirit guide that wishes to work with you. So these are really intense, deep healing sessions and they last about 90 minutes. I'm also doing group events, which are all listed on my webpage I have my own podcast, which uh, I run on YouTube. And at the end of that podcast, we do a healing um, session together with the canine spirit guide. So you'll be able to experience their frequency on that podcast. Um, And then there's a couple of free things on my website for you that you might be interested in, which is a handbook to um, a guide to determine whether the canine spirit guides are working with you through your own dog. And then there's also a very beautiful healing meditation that was channeled through one of the canine guides, Anthea, that's um, available for you on my webpage page as well.
0: Amazing. I can't wait to dive into all of that. And thank you for sharing your story. This is such a cool, unique perspective. And I love how you're being used and getting to, yeah, step into your power after, you know, Um, just as a recent just kind of huge shift in all the beautiful things you're doing out of it it's so inspiring
1: to hear thank you so much and thank you for allowing me to share
0: yeah we appreciate you and thank you to all the listeners we will see you next time thanks heather
1: thank you